Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Okay, we're starting off the show here on Christmas Eve with a little bit of excitement. Now, I got to say, yesterday after the show, remember when I ran out? If you were tuning in the show yesterday, I ran. I was like, hey, let's drag this out as long as possible because they were unloading all the frozen turkeys. <laughs> got one of those frozen turkeys. They're huge. Not only did uh, did I bring it home, there was a little gift pack in there as well of some rub. Uh, oh. There was some jam. There was some uh, mustard pickles. Nice little package. Thank you very much to uh, Paul Evanoff and the Evanoff family. That went across to all of the Evanoff staff. Uh, for Christmas time, very very nice gift, very nice touch for the holidays. I like that. Yeah. I still have to get mine. I have to remember to do that before uh, the end of the day today. Get a turkey. Yeah, I will. And since we're talking about gifts, I got two things for you. I'm going to do it right now, right out of the gates here. Yeah, you ready? Okay. Number one. Ta-da! Oh yay! You even gave me a bookmark. Is yeah, this was- where you ended? Uh, I know I'm. I don't use bookmarks. I just remember the page, <gasps> but I threw one in there for you. Okay, I'm. Whoa! What? I'm really excited to read this. Yeah, I'm excited for you I'm to read it too. I'm really excited to read this, it's and this isn't read. a big read. No, yeah. it's a quick read. How many pages do we got here? It's like less than 300 pages. Yeah, yeah, really quick read. And okay. And are you ready? I think so. Oh, I can't wait to see how excited you get over this one. Are you ready for the full moon serum from Grey Dawn? Stop it! I don't even know what it is, but it's yours. That's from my wife. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I knew you would be. Oh my gosh, Kate. No, I was telling her because I this serum, she gave me a sample of it a while ago. And I was like, this changed my life. But it's so freaking expensive. <laughs> so I've been buying my Graydon products like every paycheck now. <laughs> I'm getting a new one just to kind of even it out. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm glad you're happy. I'm See? <laughs> See, guys, that's that's a little trick. You get your girl excited as soon as you first see her, and then you ride the wave for the next four hours. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. We got a great show for you right before Christmas. My name's Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane. Tyler Carr is back after the weekend. Here we go. Wheeler in the morning. Yes, On Energy 106. I didn't tell you about the uh, visit that we got a couple days ago. Stop. Is it a ghost story? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Listen. I'm when you s- say when you start off a sentence with, "Well, I didn't tell you about the visit we got," it sounds like a ghost story. I'm saving all the. There have been a few incidents in Stop. the house, but I'm going to save those for after the new year. Okay. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, we don't want people to think it's the nightmare before Christmas right. or anything. I don't want to cloud Christmas talk with ghost talk. Yeah. All I right. Feel so that. I'll, I'll save that for when we're all back in January. But we were out shoveling the other day. This was uh, two days ago. Mm-hmm. We we're out shoveling uh, as everybody is. And uh, so I got the wife out there, uh, my, my two kids, my two boys, Angus and Odin, nine and six, and uh, shoving along, shoving along. All of a sudden, off in, the, off in the distance, probably about a dozen houses down, there's this, there's this car. It's very bright. Okay. It's got all these flashing lights, and all of a sudden, you hear the, the sound of Christmas music playing. Oh, my goodness. Where's that, where that lovely, lovely Christmas music coming from? It's, I couldn't figure it out. It was, it was so nice. And then all of a sudden, as you get closer, you're like, there's somebody walking in front of that vehicle and he's got this really cool like shepherd's cane it's all it's all lit up and it's flashing and then he why is he wearing red why does he have a big white beard it's santa it was freaking santa claus you got a visit from santa just walking down the street oh i love that yeah just in your neighborhood walking along had the everything blasting out behind him is is elves obviously uh driving the vehicle and had it all 
Christmas lights all over it, and they had flashlights. They were flashing everywhere to get everyone's attention, and people are coming out of their homes at the end of the driveway and waving at Santa. Oh, I love that. And it was weird because Santa didn't have a North American accent. Oh, no. Santa Claus had what sounded to me like a South American accent. Okay. Okay. And I was listening, and I went, okay, yeah, I know what this is. And so sure enough, my nine-year-old, he's standing with me by the garage, and he's crossing his arms. I said, what's the matter, bud? He goes, I don't think that's a real Santa. And I said, what? Why would you say that, man? Like, he's <laughs> right there. He's, I, I know you can't go hug him, but that, like that's Santa. He's like, doesn't sound like Santa. <laughs> and I said, so, well, how do you know what Santa sounds like? He's like, everything I've seen. <laughs> and I said, And I said to him, I said, buddy, I said, how many languages do you think Santa Claus speaks? He says, what do you mean? Good I said, point. I said, how many languages do you think Santa Claus speaks? And he says, probably all of them. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. So you think he's going to sound like, uh, he's going to sound like us? You really think so? Out, out of all the languages he speaks, he went, that's Santa. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Like, yeah. You oh, know what, though? For people, for people that are going around and doing that type of thing in their neighborhoods, it's right now, especially every year, it's just, it's so fabulous. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so lovely. And then to actually have people leaving their houses and going out to the end of their driveway and waving, like, it's just what we need. It is yeah. so what we need. It's so cute. Um, there's actually a lot of people that celebrate Hanukkah in my neighborhood, and um, we've had a couple trucks driving around with all the lights and everything um, in celebration of that, and it's just been really lovely to see. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a country gal at heart, so I love the community so much. Like, it is so important to me to live in a neighborhood where, like, you know your neighbors and everybody's friendly and it's just, just a lot of love in that community aspect. So things like that, are, I just appreciate. They hit, a, they hit a special place in my heart. <laughs> that, that one cockle I have yeah. left in the corner of my heart. And that day, the Grinch, oh, Wheeler's heart, grew two I'm sides too big. No, you're not. I don't know. I was just looking at you. Your <laughs> Who was the Grinch? <laughs> the Brian Pallister is the Grinch. Yeah. That's hey, right. That's hey, what man. we've decided. Yeah. I'm the one that's still at Christmas. Wait, uh, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, what? So Santa Claus is not immune to 2020's challenges. There was a man who uh, had dressed up as Santa on his way to deliver candy canes to a bunch of children in his neighborhood. This happened in Sacramento. And uh, (laughs) he did it in a very interesting way. He decided to uh, take Santa on a paraglider. You know, Rudolph was unavailable. He's too busy doing some crunches and stuff, getting ready for the big flight tonight. Tomorrow night? Tonight? Tonight. 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 Sorry, got confused there. Getting a little, you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah. And uh, he ended up crashing his paraglider into some power lines. Yeah. However, he's okay. Totally uninjured. But he was actually suspended in the air for over an hour awaiting rescue. And he was about 40 feet in the air with this case full of candy canes dressed up as Santa just in the middle of some random road. Come on. Yeah, and to make matters worse, about 200 homes in the area had briefly lost power due to his crash into the power line. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, But he was uninjured, of course, and, uh, you know, there's no word, though, on whether or not he ended up making those deliveries. I mean, I'm not going to lie, even though he is Santa, if I was him, I probably would have just given up and went home and had a nice cup of cocoa to relax myself after that endeavor. Listen, (laughs) if you're you're thinking about delivering presents via paraglider, don't forget, best way to go, as Tyler Carr would say, slay all day.
You like get that. a slow clap. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. But only because I'm paid to be. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. One professor has made some predictions about the aftermath of coronavirus. And boy, did he make it sound fun. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that after this. Beyonce is jumping on the same train as Kim K and offering $5,000 grants for people facing eviction from their homes due to COVID-19. This money is all coming from her foundation, the Bay Good foundation yeah i'm glad you brought that up i've got more details coming up in music news about that yeah but uh, i was like hey i see you kim kardashian hold my beer yeah oh, same i'm gonna money. outdo you yeah but just bigger sums yeah yeah ariana grande and her fiance dalton gomez just made a bunch of kids have a very merry christmas after all they donated a ton of gifts and food to the ucla mattel uh, children's hospital so that's cute. They also donated, um, like, they donated food to them, but then they also gave, like, food vouchers and stuff like that to their parents and stuff, too. I love that because a lot of times when kids are in the hospital, parents forget to eat and they just need a meal to kind of keep their energy going while they're waiting and supporting their children. And yeah. yeah it's, it's, I'm pretty sure for the kids, if I remember correctly, they did, like, a pizza party type thing for them, it. which is just so cute. Great idea. I don't know about you, but, like, I have like I spent a lot of time in the hospital when I was a kid because I had an operation. And, uh, I had all the operations. <laughs> and I remember sitting there for, like, eight days or something and god the food was not good a pizza party would have been nice well so i'll tell you <laughs> i was in the hospital a lot when i was a kid i was mr glass especially playing a lot of high impact sports mm-hmm. and uh, i'm actually going to give a diagnosis on an injury on one of team canada's players coming up here as soon as you're done okay yeah. i like that health canada has approved the moderna vaccine on top of the pfizer one apparently this moderna one is a game changer and they are expecting tons of vaccinations to be done in the month of january now that they have another option and one professor is predicting some great gatsby styled stuff after the covid pandemic is contained whenever the heck that will be um he thinks that we're gonna see something like the roaring 20s where people will be spending all kinds of money throwing huge parties just because they can get your flapper outfits ready i don't know anybody who has a house big enough to like light fireworks inside of it but uh maybe leo will open up his the public. <laughs> brandon ingram was one rebound shy of a triple double finishing with 24 points nine rebounds and 11 assists the new orleans pelicans dealt toronto raptors its first defeat in a season opener in eight Seasons. Raptors dropped their home opener last night. Jamie Drysdale broke a goalless game at 3.52 of the third period as Canada defeated Russia 1-0 in their only pre-competition match ahead of the 2021 IIHF World Junior Championships. Now, in a play that looked very innocent, it looked very innocent, Kirby Doc. Now, it's not... Remember when I showed you Dak Prescott's injury, the football player, when he busted Ah! up his ankle? I know. Yes. Not good news if your name is Doc, apparently, this year, or Dak, but Kirby Doc. I think I'm pronouncing that properly. It's tough to get to know. You get to know these guys over the course of Christmas. These guys are playing for the World Juniors, but Kirby Doc suffered an injury against Russia and didn't come back in the game. It looked really innocent. He kind of jammed his hand. I've had this exact same thing happen, okay. and here's the thing. You have full mobility of your hand. You, like You can move everything, but I had a hairline fracture right at the bottom of my thumb, like right by where the rest of my hand is. And it kept me out for for two months. I think that's what happened with him. Mm. I, I think I think he's got a hairline fracture right at the bottom of the stomach. He just kind of jammed it and popped the uh, popped the bone. That is my personal diagnosis on somebody who's been through this before. I was unable to play. I hope I'm wrong. 
and I hope he is able to play because he's a huge part of Team Canada's hopes for winning another gold medal. Speaking of which, Cole Caulfield scored two goals in a 35-second span. The United States held on to beat Finland 3-2. The tournament kicks off for real tomorrow with three games. Team Canada starts the defense their title on Boxing Day, 5 p.m. versus the Germans. Edmonton and Red Deer hosting, or splitting the hosting duties, rather. Put it in the calendar! Right now, put it in your calendar! As it'll be the first big thing to look forward to after New Year's Day as January 14th will mark the kickoff of the shortened season for the Winnipeg Jets as they open up their season at home. Yeah, it's back, baby! It's back! Finally. Kicking off the season again, January 14th at home. Your Winnipeg Jets against the Calgary Flames. And we got some NFL football on Christmas Day. The Vikings are on the road in New Orleans. That game at 3.30. Sunday, Sunday, Saturday has games. Sunday has games. Monday has the Bills and Patriots. It's just a football fantastic holiday season. Music news you can use. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. For Christmas Eve, December 24th, 2020. Beyonce has announced another round of funding from her Bay Good Foundation to help those affected by the coronavirus crisis. Beyonce has announced a half-million-dollar fund to help in the battle against the housing crisis brought on by the pandemic. Here's a quote from their website. The housing moratorium is set to end on December 26th, resulting in mortgage foreclosures and rental evictions. Many families are impacted due to the pandemic that resulted in job loss, sickness, and overall economy downturn, unquote. To help in the crisis, the foundation will award $5,000 to 100 families facing eviction due to the closing of the moratorium. Applications for the grants open on January 7th with the money to be distributed by the end of the month before a second round of funding will be allocated in February. Meanwhile, Beyonce released Black is King, the visual companion to her Lion King soundtrack, The Gift, back in July. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Think about it every night and day Spread my wings and fly away A new date has been set for R. Kelly's federal court trial for child pornography and obstruction charges in Chicago. The singer was initially set to stand trial on April 27th of 2021, but now due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, the date has now been moved to September 13th next year, as the New York Times reported. The report adds that the U.S. District Judge admitted the date could be pushed back again due to the continued COVID-19 concerns. Kelly was first taken into custody in early 2019 on 10 charges of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. He was later arrested again in July that year, being indicted on 13 charges by federal officers. In May, Kelly pleaded not guilty in New York to counts of sex trafficking and new allegations of abuse from an anonymous victim. R. Kelly has always maintained that he is not guilty in regards to the accusations made against him. And finally, Taylor Swift has taken to social media to celebrate the music video for Katy Perry's new single, Not the End of the World. Here's what it sounds like. It's not the end of the world. No, not the end of the world. Throw in your fence, you tie, peace in the fire. Don't lose hope. There's no funeral. 
the video, which stars elf actor Zoe Deschanel, arrived on Monday and plays on the fact that the pair are known as lookalikes. In the video, the idea stems from Perry's plan to employ Deschanel as a body double while she was on maternity leave. Aliens then abduct Deschanel, believing her to be Katy Perry. Now, Taylor Swift, who released her surprise album Evermore last week, appears to be a fan of the video. That's kind of a big deal. She replied to a tweet from Perry with the gif of Deschanel in the caption, This is genius! Perry and Swift were once embroiled in a long-standing beef, if you remember, which Perry has said was a misunderstanding. The singer has also revealed that she's planning on releasing an Access All Areas documentary focusing on the juicy parts of her life inspired by her former nemesis Taylor Swift and her 2019 Netflix documentary Miss Americana. That's music news you can use for Christmas Eve, December 24th, 2020. I'm Dave Wheeler. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Of course, Sam Smith was once upon a time the uh, James Bond theme owner, writer, composer, writer, composer, producer, performer. sound artist. Yeah, he did it for Spectre. Uh, did the writings on the wall? Adele's still my favorite. Favorite of all time? I don't. I haven't heard all of them, but all of the ones that I've heard, Adele is my favorite. In the modern era, I would agree with you. Skyfall was probably the tops on my list too. I'm uh, fond of the Jack White Alicia Keys. Yeah, see, I don't. I'm sure I've heard that one. I just don't remember it off the top of my because we've talked about this before, and I just don't remember it right now. Let me give you a little taste of it here. Oh man. Uh. The new one, of course, done by Billie Eilish. That one's also really good. Yeah, big fan of that one. So here's, um, yeah, this is the one that. This is for uh, Quantum of Solace, the second film that Daniel Craig did. No. Not familiar with it? Jack White, though, that's fun. Yeah. I'm into that. He's a... generational talent that one it's an interesting they you wouldn't think that their voices mix well but here check it out i just love the orchestral flavor they give all of them oh there's alicia's piano oh yeah this is jack white Right? Yeah, I'm into that. I just even like the feel of this one. It's got that really edgy, classic sound to it. You know? Yeah, it was good. Too bad the movie was one of the... wasn't as It was the least favorite of the, uh, the ones that Daniel Craig has done. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm uh, into it. And then, well, listen, if you go way back, I mean, Sinatra has done James Bond themes. Wow. I didn't know that. Either. Yeah. Maybe uh, I did know that. Um, Tina Turner. Rolling, uh, rolling, rolling <laughs> on the barrel of my gun. Rolling. Let me see if I can find Tina Turner's. <laughs> Tina Bond. All right. So this is Tina Turner. Uh, she did the one for Goldeneye. This was uh, the Piers Brosnan, the first uh, one he, he took over for Timothy Dalton in the 90s mm-hmm. as the new Bond. 
this back in the 80s and 90s it had a very more distinct that that kind of sound very classic right yeah very over the top very kind of broadway sound Love, love the voice. Not my favorite song, though. What do you think in terms of artists who get to be on like the Bond soundtrack? Like, do you view that as like a okay, they've made it moment because it's such a huge franchise and almost an honor to be asked to be the voice of the new movie? It's funny you say that because Sam Smith nor Billie Eilish really had the clout yet to be Bond. Uh, singers? I think Billie Eilish did. I don't know about Sam Smith, but... This is uh, Nancy Sinatra. Uh, you Only Live Twice. From the uh, classic Bond theme. Nancy Sinatra, not Frank. This is one of my favorite Bond films, You Only Live Twice. That was one thing about the Bond films, too. It wasn't until Chris Cornell... Uh, wrote You Know My Name for Casino Royale. That was the first time that the song of the Bond film didn't match the song, the title of the Bond hmm. song. And then uh, Jack Jack White and Alicia Keys followed that up. Chris it, Cornell did one? He did. Yeah, you haven't heard that one? I probably have. You have. I just don't remember. But As soon as I play it, you'll recognize it. But Drift through the years. So that's Nancy Sinatra's take on uh, You Only Live Twice. Let me find the one with uh, Cornell. You'll that one's not right very uh, fun. But it's Nancy Sinatra. I mean, come on. Yeah. You'll recognize this one right away. Watch, I don't. Oh, yeah. Ooh. If you take a lie. Okay, so I take it back. This one's my favorite. Yeah, it is really good, right? It's, I just, anything, Chris Cornell, too, since his passing, anything that I hear from him just uh, strikes me a little bit differently. I appreciate his voice so much more. I'm going to play one that you're going to recognize right away, but you're not going to recognize it for what you thought you knew it as. Okay. You were young and your heart was Oh, it's Book. Used to say, live and let live. You know you did, you know you did, you know you did. You know what I know this song from more than anything is Shrek. In Shrek, when Fiona's dad dies, this is the song the frogs are singing. Really? That's like, that is what introduced me to this song. I thought you would have recognized this because Guns N' Roses did a cover yeah. of this. Bum, bum, bum. Look at us playing nothing that we play on Energy 106. No, but I mean, it's Bond and the fact that Billie Eilish, Sam Smith, yeah. uh, Adele, like, I mean, there's a lot of big artists. And I think what you, I think you have to kind of transcend your genre in order to be considered a Bond artist. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Anyways, are we getting the new Bond film? Who knows? Hopefully in 2021. Is that even what we were talking about? I like forgot. Yeah, we were what... talking about Sam Smith. We came out of Sam Smith and we were talking about Bond. <laughs> Just like I was like, how did we even get on this? It's been so long. Well, somebody else wants to talk about it now too. <laughs> oh no. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. How Hello. are you? Good. What's up? You guys got to play 
the spoofs of song movies, for instance, Weird Al Spy Hard, great lyrical oh. song. <laughs> and, and I've been calling in for a few days and keep not getting through, but Jasmine Lane is uh, a goddess. A goddess. I thought you sighed at first. I heard Jasmine Lane is, and I was going to be like, stupid, dumb, where's the, I didn't brush my car off. If I didn't have a girlfriend, I would pursue you hardcore. Oh, wow. I mean, thank you. I think, don't say that, don't repeat that to your girlfriend, though. Yeah, she's already mad that I have the picture of you guys. (laughs) (laughs) If it's on the ceiling, that's even creepier. (laughs) Just tuck it under your pillow. She'll have no clue. Thank you, though. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Buy hard. Play it. It's beautiful. All right. Goodbye. Energy 106. Here we go. One hour closer to Christmas Day. Hour two of Wheeler in the Morning. We're going to talk some new trailers that dropped over the past couple days. Some big trailers. Surprising over the holidays. We'll get to the news feed at the bottom of the hour. Music news you can use, and we'll start with our voicemail, the loud line. That kicks off 7 o'clock here with Wheeler in the Morning. Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wheeler in the Morning. Yes, On Energy 106. Santa, that's my no, it's not. No, you have more wishes than that. There's that whole conservatorship. And, you know, I'm sure you You'd have really a- like to have kids again. Yeah, I'm sure you'd like to have more wishes than that. Uh, Ariana Grande before that. Now, uh, Jasmine and I were before the show started this morning at 6 a.m. We were waxing intellectual on Excuse Me, I Love You, which is Ariana's new documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm about halfway through it. Now, full disclosure, I was expecting more BTS. And I'm not talking about the K-pop band. I'm talking about behind the scenes. I know we got some, but it ended up just being pretty much a tour documentary yeah. of her performance, which is not yeah. bad. I mean, the, the set was dope, aside from looking from... Like a, a lo- toilet seat? Yeah, thank you for saying <laughs> that. Kind of looked like a big toilet bowl. I noticed it right away. It had the lid and everything. I was like, I don't think that was intentional, but... I like huh. the, the way they populated the toilet bowl. Yes. They went around and found some people in the stands that were there early, fans and whatnot, and mm-hmm. threw them all in there. The choreography, unbelievable. Ariana, I mean... She's just fire when it comes to getting on stage. It's madness. But I wanted more of that, you know, sitting on the private jet, like the little snippets Mm -hmm. that we got. And I guess that's the mark of a good documentary when they always leave you wanting more. But I found myself probably about half an hour in fast forwarding through some of the performances, especially the songs I wasn't overly familiar with. Yeah. And getting to more of that BTS stuff. I I did that a little bit towards the end, too, because like for me, I've said this to you a thousand times off air, but like one of my favorite artist documentaries of all time was Katy Perry's Mm -hmm. uh, Teenage Dream, I think is what it was called. And um, that one is a lot of behind the scenes and then also like a good number of stage performance, too. It was a very good mixture of the two and I was really hoping that Ariana's was going to be like that and from the previews it kind of looked like it was going to be like that but there really wasn't a lot of behind the scenes footage and Mm. I would have liked to see more of that but also like to me too I'm like I can watch you perform on YouTube any day I can go search it right so like I would like to have a little bit more of that intimacy and getting to know who you are and why you do certain things and stuff it was still fantastic I watched the whole thing I did also fast forward a few times mm-hmm. um, just through some songs. Like There's a couple periods where it's just like it'll be like three songs performed in a row. And right. I'm like, OK, I get it. You're in the same outfit. I don't care. Go change and then I'll care again. Well, listen, a lot of those <laughs> wardrobe changes were unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy how fast they do it. Yeah. It's like it's crazy. And it's like, you know, the car drops down mm-hmm. and it goes she beneath the stage. And she and... rolls off the car and goes right into hair and makeup and changes really fast and tries not to hit her head underneath the, the bleachers or yeah. whatever. 
Not always glamorous, that lifestyle. No, no, it's not at all. But they pull it off and they make it look good. Big time. Yeah, great documentary. Excuse me. I love you. Ariana Grande's new documentary on Netflix. Got something to say to Wheeler in the morning? Call the loud line and leave a message. 204-478-8040. 204-478-8040. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Weekdays on Energy 106. I am so glad somebody phoned about this. I am so disappointed that Tyler Carr is not here to hear this. (laughs) So I am going to save this call. Jasmine Lane, I need you to play it for Tyler Carr when I'm not here next week. I got you, fam. Okay. Okay. I'm sure I am not the only person confused by this, but mid-key, what in the heck does low-key mean? (laughs) I thought I figured it out and knew what you guys meant by it. But you guys use it so interchangeably throughout when you're talking that yeah. I have no idea what it's supposed to stand <laughs> for or represent. You guys will use it as an adjective one minute mm-hmm. and then five minutes later use it as a noun. Like, what does low key mean? And then sometimes you guys will be like high key. Like, I'm so confused and I know I'm not the only one. Can one of you guys please explain it to me? Because I don't think you're using this word right. So that's the that's the beauty of the word low key is that it's a made up fairy tale world word. So uh, we don't have to use it right, you know. Uh, as for high key, I have no idea what high key means. Tyler Carr says that that's a Tyler Carr thing. You'll have to ask him. I don't use that one ever. But low key to me is just like a okay. But like actually though, like that's what low key would mean to me. Like I would say that if I'm like, yo, listen to this, I'd be like low key, na na na. Tyler Carr would probably describe it as something else, but... For the record, it's not a made-up word. It's yes, it not, is. It's not a made-up fairy tale it's word. A, this is a made-up fairy tale world! Uh, the actual definition, according to dictionary.com, says low-key can variously mean quiet, restrained, what? moderate, or easygoing. It can also behave as an adverb meaning of low or moderate intensity, like doing something, but in a chill way. For instance... We're having a party at my place, but keeping it low key so the neighbors mm-hmm. don't complain. Yeah, see, that, that's I guess that's an interesting way where you can use it inter- interchangeably because that makes sense. But like for me, when I say it, I have said it like that before, but I would say that I usually say it to describe something that's like really cool that I was surprised was really cool. Like low key, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Like, you know, see, when I use it, I say things like low key was the bad guy in the first Avengers movie. <laughs> that's how I use it. That's probably more accurate than how Ty- I think Tyler and I, it has just, it has a, it's, it's just its own entity now. It's a generational thing. <laughs> I think low key. Energy 106 presents the loud line. Leave a message for Wheeler, Jasmine and Tyler. Call 204-478-8040. Hey. Yes. Jasmine. Yes. What can I do for you? You knew it was you. Tyler's not here. I know. I'm like, I don't know why this is going on for so long. There's only one of me here. You like movies? <laughs> Do I ever. I finally watched Palm Springs, by the way. I'm going to watch that this weekend. Ooh, I was very impressed by it. Uh, Brian Lataki this past Monday gave it a glowing review, gave it an A. Yeah. The Amazon Prime a- Andy Sandberg Lonely Island film. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. I hear it's got quite a Groundhog Day vibe to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I think you'll like it. It's good. Whole bunch of trailers dropped in the past couple days, like solid trailers. Mm-hmm. Big one on Netflix is Death to 2020. That one's got Leslie Jones. That one's got uh, 
whole bunch of people, Hugh Grant, uh, Sam Jackson, but they're all playing kind of bit roles. I, I don't quite understand it yet, but I think I do. I don't think I've even... It's I got, got to admit, I haven't been following along with Netflix a lot lately. I've been spending... You're Amazon in it, aren't you? I've been really hardcore on Amazon lately. I actually read a headline. I haven't read the whole story yet, just the headline, but it looks like Amazon is in negotiations with the FIA, which is Formula One, to stream their races online. Wow. Okay. That's a big deal. Huge deal. Huh. Huge deal, because they're very traditional. We got some NASCAR. No, no, not NASCAR. Formula Uh. We got some... I I'd like a caramel macchiato. Well, well, I watch my Formula One races. Formula. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's a Baron good Cohen. movie. Uh, coming to America <laughs> too. Do you remember Coming to America one with uh, Eddie no. Murphy? No. A story about a uh, African king who wanted to go to New York and meet the woman of his dreams, and he ends up working at. Uh, uh, McDonnell's, not McDonald's, mm. McDonnell's, <laughs> and uh, Arsenio Hall is in it, uh, James Earl Jones. Now, apparently, 22 years later, he's got to go back to New York to find his son because they need a male oh. heir to the throne of this African kingdom. Okay. So he's getting the whole crew back together, coming to America too. Anyone that's in my wheelhouse will definitely enjoy that one. And then this one that came out called The Little Things with Denzel Washington. I think I've heard of this one. Yeah, like this one... I, I had no idea this was being made. Rami Malik mm-hmm. and, and your boy from 30 Seconds to Mars, Jared Leto. Hey! Three Academy Award winners in that movie. Jared Leto doesn't know it yet, but we did actually get married. Good for you. Yeah. It was in International Waters, but it oh, happened. Still. It counts. <laughs> this movie looks pretty good. I mean, Denzel playing, obviously, the uh, the elder statesman in this one. And yeah. he's working with Rami Malek, who is a cop, and they're looking to track down the serial killer. And they're they got their eye on Jared Leto, and, and yeah, it looks uh, yeah, it's got some, it's got some potential. I this is kind of irrelevant, but I'm going to say it anyway because YOLO. Say it, Rami Malek. He was in Twilight, and I forgot mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he was in Twilight. And I I watched Twilight. Twilight's like one of those feel good movies for mm-hmm. me for some reason. Whenever I'm like, nobody loves me. That's my Star Wars. <laughs> but uh, I totally forgot that he was in there. And seeing him in there, I'm like, man, how much you have grown from this to Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, my are, goodness. Are you ready for me to blow your mind? Yes. Rami Malek also in Night at the Museum. <gasps> he was King Tut. <gasps> he right? was. Yep. Whoa. Right? What a career he's had. Oh. He's worked with some really incredible people. Low-key? He's done it very quietly. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. He's done it very low-key. How about that? That's yeah. Better. That is true, though. He yeah. has. He's just very slowly been crawling up that ladder. And he's in the new Bond film, which we're hopefully going to get to see in the new year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Rami Malek's good. Yeah. yeah I, he I, is. I remember seeing him in uh, in Night at the Museum, that Ben Stiller movie, and I was like, I like I like that kid. I love Night at the Museum. Wonderful film. It really is. Yeah. It really is. I showed yeah. it I showed it to my boys and they absolutely loved it. Hey Dum Dum, you have any gum gum? Yeah. <laughs> Run around the house doing that now. All right, we'll take a break. We got the news feed, sports feed coming up. If you missed it earlier, music news you can use features Katy Perry this morning. Energy 106. Traffic. Sponsored by Bulldog Demolition. Professional asbestos removal, interior demolition, as well as house building and garage demolition. Call or text the big dogs, 431-588-5226. Doing just fine light traffic, so very good drive times. We do have a few barricades out there holding us up. If you're on Leela, right around McPhillips, still some work happening there. Also going to be busy at grocery stores and liquor stores. Even with lockdown, people are going to be out getting supplies, so expect those to be some of our tough 
traffic areas this morning. Stay safe this winter with a CAA membership. From roadside assistance to over 124,000 CAA rewards partners, you'll feel confident with CAA by your side. That's traffic on Energy 106. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Somebody who we thought would be a bachelor forever just settled down. I have to admit, I'm a little shook. I'm going to tell you who that is in just a little Hmm. bit. First, though, something you can do with the fam jam over the holidays. Some rinks are open. Uh, The Forks one is ready for business, and so is the Assiniboine Park Duck Pond. Yeah. Something fun you can do. Mm -hmm. This is also very cute. Camila Cabello has actually been quarantining in Canada with Shawn Mendes this whole time. I had absolutely no idea that they were here, but they are. They've been hanging out in the big old T.O., spotted enjoying much colder weather than what she is used to back in California. (laughs) So I'm not sure how much she enjoys it. (laughs) But uh, they have had a lot of, or sorry, they have had much less paparazzi, so that part must be kind of nice because they've been going for a lot of very casual walks in his neighborhood and they haven't really been bothered at all, so that's a little bit refreshing there. Mm. There's a give and take for sure with this cold weather. Sure. Victoria Beckham just revealed that during a number of Spice Girls press conferences, she was actually super hungover. And I was going to throw this out there. As somebody who has experienced that myself, I'm typically not the nicest person when I am. So maybe this is why she has always been perceived as the mean Spice Girl. Maybe. It makes sense. You think scary Spice? For possibly the first time ever, Leonardo DiCaprio is settling down, which I know is really crazy because usually he dates a model till they turn 25 and then he just starts from 20 again with a brand new one. But his latest girlfriend, Camilla, has apparently stolen his heart and he is finally looking to settle down with her. With just one. I know. Just one. I know. Wow. Mm -hmm. Good for you, Leo. Quarantine. Softened him up. All glown up. If you missed it just a few minutes ago, Sean Mendez has been hanging out in T.O. on lockdown with Camila Cabello. Cabello, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel bad for her. She's like a California girl born and raised in many ways, and now she's stuck with our cold weather. But And Doug Ford. <laughs> I don't lo- know which is worse. Full lockdown. Yeah, over the holidays, full too. Full lockdown starting Boxing Day. The entire province. Northern Ontario, that means you, too. The mm-hmm. entire province of Ontario. Full lockdown. Ah, it's a crazy time. But yeah. at least I don't have to deal with paparazzi. That's a bonus, I guess. Yeah, not to the same extent. Well, and I mean, yeah, they'll be getting a white Christmas. Yeah. Huh? What better way to celebrate Christmas? You know, that's one thing. I've always dreamt of celebrating Christmas, like somewhere tropical, just for fun one year. But mm. there's a couple problems there. Number one, I love my family way too much to be away from them. Bring them with you. On the holidays. I don't know if I love them You're... enough to be stuck in a resort with them for a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and number two, I honestly think that waking up on Christmas Day and like not being home and snowy would freak me out. Mm. I don't think I'm ready for that. That'd be I like a culture you, shock. I think you can get used to it. Yeah, I mean, probably, but. <laughs> yeah. Santa shows up in warm places, too, if you didn't know. Time now is 7.50. My name is Dave Wheeler. Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr returns after the weekend. It's Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Hang on. Hang, hang on, hang on. Wait, what? There we Perfect. go. Perfect. 
Speaking of uh, traveling, well, uh, when it comes to air travel, it's usually passengers making mistakes, not the airlines. They usually really have everything together. Never had my luggage lost, ever. Well, that's a little different. So there is an airline out of Nepal. uh, It's called uh, Buddha Air. And they accidentally dropped off a bunch of passengers at the wrong airport. Nice. 160 miles away from their intended destination. Perfect. Yep. The mix-up was caused by human error. Uh, According to the airline, there was some confusion because there was a big storm and they had to reroute a bunch of different aircrafts. And then they they just accidentally put that one in there when they didn't need to. Everybody did end up getting put on a different flight, but like, ooh, that's a nightmare. Like, you think losing your luggage is bad. Imagine flying 160 miles away from where you were supposed to fly, then waiting on the tarmac, realizing you have nowhere to go. This plane has nowhere to land, so you're just sitting there, and then you end up flying all the way back. What a waste of time. Well, it reminds me of the old uh, Buddhist quote, just be happy you're alive. Is that a Buddhist no, quote? No. No, but I thought it was fitting for Buddha air. It reminds me of that quote from Toy Story. You've got a friend in me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> reminds me of that time I flew somewhere and got to where I was going. <laughs> anyway, I really hope that all the passengers on that plane got an extra bag of peanuts for... Uh, for that long wait. Well, what the do they do? Did they pick them back up? They ended up waiting because what? When the plane arrives at an airport, it's not supposed to arrive at. There's nowhere for it to be docked. Typically, you end up just sitting on the tarmac for yeah, a really the long time. Air so, traffic be like, hey, yeah, sure, come on. So, come the, land. to my knowledge, they were just sitting on the tarmac for the longest time ever, and then they did actually end up getting rerouted onto a different plane that was taking them to the correct destination, which was now 160 miles further away from the destination than they already were, so it ended up being a way longer flight. Wow. Uh, Anyway, it's a good thing we can't travel, right? Don't got to deal with that right now. Totally. (laughs) I'm Jasmine Lane. That's Wait What? It's 750. Energy 106. I want to wake up now. Okay, let me uh, rattle these off for you here. These are the tearaway calendar a day that was given to Tyler Carr from his mom, Mama Carr. Today's Christmas Eve, obviously, is Elf This. Elf (laughs) This. I get it. I get it. Tomorrow, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. But if the white was out, I'd drink the red. I actually kind of like that. And this one from yesterday. Check this one out. Now, keep in mind, this is a tear away a day calendar that had to have been completed in 2018 so it could be on the shelves for people to buy for 2019 so this was made back in 2018 keep that in mind as i read this to you my tolerance for stupid is extremely low today i used to have some immunity built up but clearly there is a new strain out there (laughs) look at that look at that it's even got the little coronavirus things all over it what the hell what do they know that we don't know what do they know that's that's a little eerie huh that's a little eerie what is a tearaway a day they calendar? They do no? even have little. So there's little pictures on this, yeah. and on the little pictures, there's these little germs, little coronavirus that look like little coronavirus. Totally. Tell me, what do the calendars maker know that we don't know? The Aztecs know that why they stopped making the calendar. I'm I curious. mean, hour three of Wheeler in the morning kicks off here right away. We'll get to Christmas stocking number four, and we have a hundred. Oh my goodness, what Wheeler! What? I just realized what? something. What? It's 8 o'clock already! Yeah! Oh my goodness! That much closer to Christmas, baby! Woo! Yeah! Hour 3 of Wheeler in the Morning. Here we go. Wheeler in the Morning. Let's do this! On Energy 106. Thursday morning, just before Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. It's beautiful. 
We have a very sunny Christmas coming I'm ahead of us, humming. too. Okay, I'm just going to, you can do that in the background. Tomorrow, minus five, mostly sunny, which is uh, very nice because there's an extreme cold warning today. Dropping, uh, dropping down, dropping up. How do you say that when it's heating up on Here's a winter the day? There What's are the so appropriate many way? Different ways. I've worked in radio a long time, and there's some announcers that will say, don't say the minus. It just depresses people. I'm like, no, you well, need to know. Welcome if it's to minus. where we live. Right. So. You got to keep in mind, from a scientific standpoint, it's not heating up because cold isn't it's, necessarily cold. It's an absence of heat, okay. right? So, you so could, but I couldn't say cooling down. What you could say is we're improving too. We're improving. Okay, so currently we're sitting at minus twenty-five, mm-hmm. and in a couple hours we're going to improve to minus nineteen. There you go. I don't like that. I'm going to come up with something better, but thank you for the input, nonetheless. Heading in the right direction, moving towards minus 19. <gasps> moving towards. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Getting a little more tolerable out there as we'll move to minus 19. You will actually only get frostbite if you are uncovered for half an hour at right. minus 19 later today. Yesterday, I got to tell you a quick story. So my wife was heading off to work and I said, okay, I said, oh, it didn't really snow. I said, but I'll take care of the snow drifts that kind of hit the yeah. walkways and whatnot. I said, I'll drag the boys outside with me. And she goes. I don't know if I want the boys outside that long. I said, that's great. You'll be at work. <laughs> so I left them inside while I did all the shoveling, but yeah. I did get them all geared up to go down and walk to the uh, the mailbox, which is about, mm-hmm. about uh, half a block down. That's fine. Yeah. And again, I've always said, if you're going to live in this climate, you cannot be handcuffed by it. Mm-hmm. Buy the appropriate clothing, get a jacket, gloves, get I a scarf, get a tube. I got frostbite on my chin once, like bad frostbite. It turned black. And Whoa, everything when what? I was a kid. I went snowmobiling with my brother and I didn't have a scarf on. And I was like, whatever, I still want to go snowmobiling. Let's go. And I got really bad frostbite. I was yeah. I was so young though, like it was fine. Like I don't have any scars or anything like Thank that. You. Can you feel your chin? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was really young. Like I was probably like six years old. So my skin was just like a little baby's bottom still. Jeepers healed up Murphy. right right nice. Thank goodness. That's scary. Jeez. Frostbite is no joke, ladies and gentlemen. It is cold out there. Make sure you don't have any exposed skin out there. Okay, let's give away our Christmas stocking number four here on Christmas Eve. Jasmine Lane, what do we have for them? $150 to the wonderful world of sheepskin could be yours. And you know what? Because we're feeling a little bit nice and because it is Christmas tomorrow, we're also going to toss in $25 to Wendy's. New location. What's your name on the phone, caller? Are you there? I'm here. What's your name? Uh, Greedy Graham. Greedy Graham. When is the last time you won Greedy Graham? Oh, I don't know. Has it been over a month? Gotta be. Gotta be. Okay. You I get, like that attitude. You Gotta get, be over a month. <laughs> you get your choice on who's going out of the room for uh, the secret game myself or, myself or just... What? Can you hear us Okay. Oh, yeah, now I can. Okay. Oh, there we go. Uh, you get your choice of myself or Jasmine Lane to send out of the room to play the secret game. Who's going outside? Eesh. Dave, I got to go with you if you got to go outside. All right. Here <laughs> I go. Here I go. It's just you and Greedy Graham there, Jasmine. Okay, deal. Here I go. Getting smaller because I'm walking away. <laughs> that guy, I tell you. That guy. Okay, so the secret game uh, for in case you don't know exactly how it works, basically I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a question. You have to tell me yes or no if you think Wheeler is gonna get it right. Oh, okay. Okay. So my question is: Tyler Carr and I 
presented Wheeler with his Christmas gift today. Okay, we got a nice little pillow made that has uh, myself, Panda, Tyler, and Dave on it, all dressed up, all Christmassy. Oh, cute. Now, both Tyler and I love giving gifts, but whose idea do you think it was to give Dave this particular gift? Was it me or was it Tyler? What do you think? That is definitely not a yes or no question. No, but just a one or the other. So it's oh, okay. a me or it's Tyler. 50-50. Yeah. I'm going to say Tyler. Is Tyler? You would yeah. be correct. Let's see if Dave is also correct there. We'll bring him back in. Getting hey, bigger because I'm getting closer. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> I am back. Okay, Dave. Yeah. So you know how Tyler and I presented you with your gift today? Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Tyler's not here. But whose idea was it to come up with that particular gift? Was it mine or Tyler's? I'm well based on the gift that we got you, which was the portrait of uh, of Tyler and I. I'm going to say it was Tyler's idea. Dang it, that was too easy. Yeah, I didn't that consider that. I, I didn't that consider. Oh that. my gosh! Okay. <laughs> well, Greedy Graham, you won. You won yourself 150 dollars to the world of sheepskin, and you also won yourself 25 dollars to spend at Wendy's. Well, I like Wendy's. There you go. You, you also sheepskin, is that like condoms? Or? <laughs> I don't think so. No, we are not living in the <laughs> Roman Empire anymore. I got the line. We'll grab some details from you off the air. Eight eleven. A lot more coming up, including remember that Christmas tune we played a couple days ago from I the sure uh, from the crew at Miles Mac. Mm-hmm. We're going to hear that song again, and we're going to hear from one of its facilitators. I love that. Woohoo! After eight thirty, here on Wheeler in the morning. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. I think Tyler Shaw asked for a new uh, cable package from Santa. Why? His last name Shaw. <laughs> no. He probably gets free cable yeah. packages. Come on, why would he want to pay for one? Good point. Excellent point. <laughs> Maybe he's looking for the upgraded uh, HBO Max so he can watch Wonder Woman. Yeah, I know I am. I'm watching that for sure. For sure. What's going to be your uh, Christmas Eve movie tonight? I'm actually, it's funny because I definitely already watched this way more than I should have, but I'm watching Home Alone. Good for you. Again, for the eighth time this month. You know what my kids did? They did something blasphemous. Okay. They watched Home Alone 3 and 4. That's gross. If it doesn't have Macaulay Culkin, it's not Home Alone. Okay, honestly, there's also a female version of Home Alone with a little girl. I saw that on Disney Plus last night. I thought there was only four. I don't fifth one. I don't like. I don't know when it was made or if it's by the same people or what. But it's like I think it's called Home Alone still, so it must be the same franchise. But it's a little girl instead. Well, I when I was watching four uh, in and out with the kids last night, uh, it's terrible. I'm so sorry you had to do that. It almost felt like a prequel because uh, Peter McAllister was young, and they they yeah, it was very odd, and Hmm. and they still referred to him as Kevin McAllister, but he was much younger than the Macaulay Culkin. Have you heard the rumor? And this is just a rumor, but there's a rumor that's been floating around for a few years that they want to reshoot Home Alone, the entire movie, shot for shot, and use Macaulay Culkin and make no reference to the fact that he's aged 30 years. Yeah, that would be a great idea. Priceless. Like, honestly, that's a really, I would, I think that that would be a really great movie. I, it'd be hilarious. I can't, okay, and here's the thing with Macaulay Culkin that I think made him so good in that role. Number one, honestly, as a child, I can't really speak for him now because he really hasn't been in a lot, but as a child, he was a really great actor as a kid. Yeah. He truly was. He had a lot of spunk to him. Mm-hmm. He brought a lot of personality to that character, and like, you know, 
there's so many great child actors, but like nobody could have done that as good as him. I'm just going to say it. I don't think anybody could have. But also, too, he was just so stinking cute. Yeah. Like, oh, the scenes where he's like brushing his teeth and he's like, well, I don't know how to pack pack a suitcase. Why don't you tell me to do that? Why don't you? Like, and he's just such a stinking little cutie patootie. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. And that on top of his spunky personality. You know what? I, I'm not lying here. I didn't watch those movies ever until this year. I watched them for the very first time this year, and I watched them like eight times in a row. Home Alone and Home Alone 2 are time-honored classics. I know. I know that they are. But I, I just I never, ever, ever watched them. Well, I'm glad you finally did. Yeah, and finally me too. Grabbly, me finally. too. That's on my list tonight, though, for sure. I'm about to make a uh, quick phone call here, if you don't mind. Uh, one sec. Business stuff, I know. Business stuff. This one's pretty important, actually. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Christmas! This is Santa Claus, Hi, Santa. and you have reached my personal hotline. Yeah. We have been very busy making all of those toys to deliver on Christmas morning, mm-hmm. and I want you to know that your family loves you very much, Aww. and so do I. Oh, good. So be good, and don't forget to always listen to your parents. Mm-hmm. When you hear the tone, please leave me your Christmas gift wishes and holiday cheer. Okay. And remember, kids, I know who's been naughty and nice. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, oh. and I'll see you soon. Merry Christmas, Santa. <laughs> All right, Santa. First wish that I have, I have two. They're very important. Number one, please do that movie and make them do that movie with Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. <laughs> that would be great. Second wish, this one's extremely important. I'm not on the air next week, and Tyler Carr is going to be doing sports. Can you make sure that he covers all of the double IHF World Junior Hockey Championship scores? Please and thank you. Very important. And Jasmine's here, too, for some stupid guess, or for some stupid (laughs) wish, whatever she wants. What do you want? What do you want? I have a wish, Santa, and this is really, really important. It's been a really tough year for my family, and I really wish that you could give my mother the strength to admit to my brother and sister that I am the favorite child. Wow. I can feel it when we're together. I know that I am, and she's told me in private, but she hasn't gathered that strength yet to tell both of them that it is true, and I need her to do that. Santa, one more uh, wish. Can you please give Jasmine Lane the strength to call her landlord and have her (laughs) stovetop fixed, please? Very important. Maybe in the new year. Thank you, Santa. All that. I know it's short notice, but uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Okay. Bye. There you go. There you go. Well, that's going to come true. I hope so. We called him directly. That was his private line. You wouldn't believe what I had to go through to get that. You're a man of many talents, Dave Wheeler. Thank you. We'll take a quick break. We'll get into the news feed here right away. The sports feed here right away. And then we're going to talk to a guy named Garth from Miles Mac Collegiate. Pretty cool Christmas song. We'll do that right out of the 830 News. Stand by. Energy 106. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Will Chrissy Teigen and John Legend have another baby? They have spoken out on social media about what they're really going through right now. I'm going to tell you more about that after this. First, though, we are expecting about 40,000 vaccinations in January, and hopefully none of them get 
thrown out. Yeah, the Moderna one just got uh, got approved, and mm-hmm. I heard about the debacle that happened at that clinic where they Oof. didn't measure the vials properly, and they're like, well, let's just use it up. Let's just use it on us. And he's like, no, 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 no. We miscalculated. Throw it out. Mm-hmm. And then Ruslan's like, you did what? Yeah. Why would you well, the throw whole, it out? The whole reasoning for that is because it was only supposed to be like certain people that were of essential status who were supposed to get that. So there were people that could have gotten the vaccine, that wanted to get the vaccine, that worked at the clinic, because basically like... Right. And it already closed, but they. But he's like, well, you're not on the list of people that are supposed to get it right now, so let's throw it out. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, feel bad for that doctor. That was a bad call. Bad yeah. call. Shia LaBeouf has been removed from out of, uh, or sorry, has been removed out of pieces of a woman on Netflix due to the allegations of sexual abuse against his former girlfriend, FKA Twigs. A lot of rumors are circulating right now that Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson might be engaged. Very, very rocky road they've been on. He's cheated on her several times. They have a child together. But after quarantining together, the two rekindled their relationship. And uh, she has since been seen with a massive rock on her fingers. So, yeah, maybe. It's amazing what happens when you lock down your cheating spouse. It's like, wow, if you're my only option, you're the one. (laughs) And it is no secret that Chrissy Teigen and John Legend suffered a devastating loss after she She had a late-term miscarriage recently, and uh, she was spotted in a bathing suit with her body still healing. She still has a little small bump that's visible. However, Chrissy Teigen has confirmed that after the trauma she experienced through that loss, she will never be pregnant again. She said that she loves being pregnant, um, but, you know, at this point, she just, it was too much. and uh, too much. The age is a little up there. They they were kind of playing with fire to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she had had a really rough pregnancy, too. Yep. Um, There's lots of other options. There's the old turkey baster. There's, you know, in vitro. No, it's true, though. You can can have a surrogate. You can adopt. Absolutely. Uh, She did say, though, you know, she has two amazing children Mm -hmm. already through John that are going to be growing up into bigger people. So she said that she right now is just like, I really wanted to have a third child that that didn't work out as planned and we're done. And I just want to focus on raising my family as it is and healing from that. So. I wish them the best. Oh. I wish everybody the best who's ever had to deal with that. It's it's an all too common thing that does not get spoken about enough. So my wife's a big Chrissy Teigen fan, and mm-hmm. when it comes to John, I am a legend. Wait for it, dairy fan of John Legend. <laughs> I'm not really. I just thought that'd be funny. Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr, together they're Winnipeg's newest morning show. Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106. This is the mother funk and normal Christmas time local crew from Miles Mack on Energy 106. It's Christmas time, it's Christmas time, and while we're all locked up inside, we try our best to make it through these trying times. Just look around, there's no more cheer. Complaining's all I ever hear. But did you know that feeling's with you deep inside? But I just can't wait for a noble Christmas time. Seeing all my family side by side. Hey guys, good to see you all. Buying presents, going standing All that just be about. I can't wait for a noble Christmas time. Time. I know there's so much on your mind And being bored goes hand in hand when you're confined Nowhere to go, no one to grow 
Mother Funk and Normal Christmas Time. A song that was done by a few alumni. Merry Christmas, everyone. Out of Miles Mac Collegiate. And we have somebody on the phone, Mr. Rempel, who is part of Miles Mac Collegiate Music Program. And I want to know everything about the Mother Funk. Welcome to the show, Mr. Rempel. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, thank you. And you? Oh, I'm, I'm, it's Christmas time, man. It's Christmas Eve. Thank you very much for taking the time, by the way, on Christmas Eve to hang out with us here this morning. Tell me everything you can about the mother funk. Well, uh, we have a long history of uh, pretty awesome music coming out of the Miles Mac Music mm-hmm. Program. Mm-hmm. A couple of the aspects of that are we have some um, extracurricular music programs. There's a vocal group around town called Prodigy you might have heard of. They've been mm-hmm. singing around for... Oh, 30, 30 plus years. Yep. Uh, more recently, we developed an instrumental program called uh, Superphonic, actually. And the guys who play in the Mother Funk now, they cut their teeth. They played in Superphonic at Miles Mac for two years. They met each other, got to know each other, got uh, some experience jamming together and whatnot. Decided that they were having so much fun making music that they would uh, keep working together after they graduated. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. So, so how, how far out are these, uh, are these four from graduating uh three of them uh all but the uh bass player graduated just in 2019 okay, oh, okay. And the bass, yeah and the bass player graduated in 2018 okay and actually the young man who uh who put the i know you this is radio of course so folks that are listening haven't seen the video yet but uh the video is pretty awesome too i was also produced by um a miles mac grad uh, also of 2019 named jacob uh, oh, and he, and he has a company called Forty Seven Filmworks here. As I'm looking at the YouTube page now, I do yes, I do have a few uh, issues with the video. One in particular, they they all do a great job social distancing. They're all on the Zoom call when they record the video. That's all great. But the one uh, a person band member wearing the Calgary Flames toque, we need to do something <laughs> about that. <laughs> you gotta you gotta call that boy up and uh, tune him in, right? Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that 100%. Now, listen, you yeah. mentioned it before, but Miles Mack has a very long line of uh, musical talent coming out of that school. Uh, what's, uh, who's making noise there right now? Who do you see as your prodigies coming out of that school? 
Oh my goodness! It's been a bit of a funny year because we, uh, of course, we got uh, no live music happening at the mm-hmm. school right now, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a truckload of kids coming. Actually, I met a whole bunch of kids in grade nine this year, which is my strangest experience as a teacher so far because I've met all these kids and I have not yet met any of them in person. Oh but yeah, because of all the remote learning, right? That's right. That's right. So uh, this has been a new a new job for me is to try to you know get to know these kids and what they're capable of just talking to them over Teams calls and and uh, online, right? Uh, but I think I got some superstars uh, in grade nine coming up for sure. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the next few years are going to bring once we get back to some normal stuff. Now, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I give you teachers, all you teachers, a, a huge amount of credit for doing this remote le- learning and then learning yourself as you go along as far as how to uh, get through to the students properly, on the other, whether the, on the, they're on the other side of a uh, computer screen or in the classroom. But being a part of the music program, that's got to add some extra challenges. It's definitely been a, a, a steep learning curve, but I, I wouldn't lie um, if I was saying that um, I've had some pretty awesome experiences. Like, just you get into stuff and you learn stuff about people working in this way that you never would have had the chance to do otherwise. So there's definitely some silver linings there. Um, uh, but, I, you know, if I had to trade it, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd love to go back the other way, but at the same time, I'm making the most of it, you know? Yeah. But, but, I mean, there's a big difference between ter- uh, teaching somebody on the other end of a, a computer line how to play the triangle and then how to play the oboe. You know, a little different. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I mean, I'm not... Uh, the, the way my program is set up right now, I'm, I'm not trying to do. Uh, I'm not trying to get everybody playing at the same time. It's just mm-hmm. not possible, right? So I'm, it's basically like I got a giant private music studio right now uh, with lots and lots of kids, in it, which is great that I have lots of kids. But it's definitely hard to connect with them. Out of curiosity, uh, out of curiosity, yeah. because you you run the music program, and I know uh, Miles Mack is a, a vocational school and, and part of this really cool program uh, where they get kids uh, educated uh, for life after high school. When it comes to the music program, are you teaching not just about music but about the industry and the certain angles and agents and everything that's involved in it? We do. Uh, we we touch on that as, as widely as possible. Uh, so probably the uh, my my teaching partner is a man named Zane Zalas. He's been there for a very long time. He runs a, uh, uh, a highly unique program in, in creativity and uh, music composition and uh, creative thinking, and uh, that that's a program that, that really gets into it. Really gets into some of the some of the business end of things. But I mean, we try both both Zane and I try very hard to. Um, it's it's not just about being in a band or being in a choir, and you know, learn how to play the trumpet or learn how to sing. It's about learning how music um, impacts thinking. It's about how music impacts your relationships with the world around you mm-hmm. um, and trying to prepare people so that music can be part of their life. And, yeah, absolutely, if we got kids that are, well, like some of these guys in the mother funk there, like some of these guys are aiming for a career, right? That's really what they want to do. And um, so, so we have conversations about that, and, you know, try to get them in touch with people. <clears throat> Excuse me, try to get them in touch with people. It's uh, It's all about just trying to meet the need, help the kids get to um, the experience that they need and, and uh, open doors for them, right? Okay, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to try and send a shout-out here if I got them all up on the screen. We got Brett Stevens, we got Samson Romanek, we got Jace Bodner, and we got Josh Geddert, who are part of right. the Mother Funk and that great tune called Normal Christmas Time. It's a wonderful tune. Take a lot of pride in that, sir. I know you inspired these uh, these gentlemen to do this. Have a Merry Christmas, Mr. Rempel. Keep doing that good work you're doing over there at Miles Mack, and we'll talk to you in the new year. And thanks to both of you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Take care, Christmas. Man. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. But I just can't wait for no Christmas.
Christmas time. I'm singing along already, Jasmine. It's a good song. Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106. Jasmine Lane, I want you to uh, kick back on the couch there for a second. Why are you wearing a hat? Close your eyes. Just relax for a hey, second. I'm kicking. Listen, <laughs> listen to the music. I want you to think back to your okay, uh, I'm ready. your childhood. Okay. I mean, I'm still kind of in it, but continue. <laughs> think back to your childhood. Okay. Christmas morning. Eyes open up. You can smell Christmas in the air. You can smell the pine tree in the living room. I can smell the roll of tape. The roll of tape? Yeah, like we're wrapping presents. Oh, okay. You can smell the cookie dust left on the plate by Santa. Mm-hmm. The dribbles of milk down the side of the glass that he's left. I don't like the smell of rotten milk. I don't want to. Maybe some of the soot from the fire. It's also not a good scent, but Trekked continue. across the ground. Okay. And bring me back to your fondest memory of Christmas time as a child. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Do you have a vivid memory at all of Christmas time? I remember when I was younger, I used to be really obsessed with collecting uh, these little glass dolls. My mom's friend used to work in a shop um, where she sold a lot of trinkets and stuff like that. My mom, one Christmas, got me all of the little glass dolls that I liked. Hmm. That was a good memory. It's very nice. I gotta be honest. Very, I, very transparent gift, though. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I uh, I barely remember what I had for breakfast this morning. So, okay. like, my memory back to my childhood is not very good. I always remember lots of really yummy dinners. My grandma, uh, my family's like from Belgium, and so my grandma always used to give us these Belgian chocolates. And uh, she passed away a number of years ago now, but it's something that our, everybody in our family always does. We still always get each other the same box of Belgian chocolates. Aww. That's very, very reminiscent of my Christmas. I'm not sure if it was my father being inspired by Clark Griswold of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, but I remember one year he said, okay, everyone get dressed up. We're going out to the woods. <laughs> Actually. Going out to the woods, and we trekked out probably a good 100, 150 yards out into the woods and until that one tree caught my father's eye. Wow, that's a fun tradition. Had the axe on his back and chopped that thing down, and we... Hauled it back. That's not fun. Threw it on top of the minivan. Away we went back home. Now, the best part was a couple days later when that tree finally thawed in our living room and reeked of animal urine. (laughs) That was the only year that we threw out the Christmas tree and went and got an artificial one. Oh, I it just, was that bad. I just remembered a really good Christmas memory that I had. Go for it. Do I what have time get? to tell it? Yeah, yeah, of course. So this happened when I was uh, probably about 12 years old, maybe 13 or 12 years old. Um, it was the first year that we lived. My mom had moved in with my stepdad. It was our first year there. And we had this huge speaker set in uh, on the main floor. And all the kids' bedrooms were upstairs. So we, at the time, I think there was... At the time, I think there was four, maybe five of us living in the house, like kids-wise. I come from a big family. Um, And I remember about 4.35 in the morning being woken up, like music downstairs blasted of Taylor Swift. (laughs) I don't even remember what song it was, but they were just blasting Taylor Swift, like as loud as our speaker system would go to wake everybody up at like 4.35 in the morning. So we all get up. All the kids are like, it's Christmas! 
yes. And we all, like, we just all sat downstairs. That was the biggest Christmas I ever had with my family. There were so many freaking presents. I got, like, an entire set. I was really obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas at the time. I got everything you could imagine that was Nightmare Before Christmas themed. We got rock band or, like, Guitar Hero, like, the drum kit and everything. That was all wrapped for us. That was, like, the craziest Christmas for sure. But the worst part is it happened at 4.30 in the morning so we all went back to bed and then when we woke up on the nice Christmas morning that was you know when like the sun's actually peeking in and it would be really nice to unwrap presents then we had already done it so we spent like the rest of the morning when we were actually coherent just like sitting around <laughs> doing nothing that but kind of was... explains why you went and opened up all your Christmas <laughs> gifts early this year yeah. my parents trained me Apparently. but that was a really good Christmas I will say um, that was definitely one for the record books this has been the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr catch the live show weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Winnipeg's number one station for all the hits Energy 106